0: Hello Royals, happy Friday, and welcome back to This Day in History. I'm your host, Sean Cavanaugh. The only thing I would like to say today is that I would like to say thank you to the maintenance staff for returning power to the university in a timely fashion. For those who were not on campus yesterday, the university lost power for a couple hours. There was a good chance I would have to cancel today's episode. Not only were the card readers not working, but no power means I can't record an episode. However, the crisis was averted, so at least I can still record an episode. Anyways, let's get to the history. Today's topic is the first one I'm covering about a building. The building I'm referring to is the Solomon R. Guggenheim Museum. On this day in 1959, the Guggenheim Museum opened in New York City. The museum is located at 1071 Fifth Avenue at 89th Street. The reason why the museum is named the Solomon R. Guggenheim Museum is due to its namesake, Solomon Guggenheim. During his life, Guggenheim was an avid art collector and started the Solomon R. Guggenheim Foundation to support the collection of modern art. Three years after Guggenheim had died, the foundation named the museum after him. Officially, the museum was established in 1937. When I read this, I got confused, as I thought the museum would have been established in the late 1950s, not all the way before World War II. Well, the museum had a tough time getting off the ground. While the museum itself was established in 1937... It wasn't until a certain architect was contacted in 1943 when official preparations would get underway. The architect they contacted was none other than Frank Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright is easily one of the most famous American architects to ever exist. He designed over a thousand structures during his 70-year-long career. One of his most famous works, which I'm sure many know, is Falling Water. Funny enough, Falling Water is in southwest Pennsylvania in the Laurel Highlands. I thought it was in some random part of the United States, but it's actually much closer to us than I realized. But back to the history of the museum. After Wright was contacted to design the Guggenheim Museum, it took him 15 years to finish the contract. He went through 700 sketches and the cost doubled from the initial estimate. Wright also changed many aspects of the museum's materials, such as changing the surface from stone to concrete to save costs. Wright also wanted the museum's exterior to be red, but this was ultimately ditched. As I mentioned before, World War II was also a contributing factor to the museum's troubles. The material shortages and rising construction costs led to plans being delayed. Finally, in 1952, James Johnson Sweeney was appointed as the museum's director, and slow but painful forward motion started again. Sweeney and Wright disagreed on many aspects of the building, such as the way in which art was displayed or how much storage and office space should be added. Wright also had to bow the New York City Department of Buildings to make the museum compliant with the building codes. Finally, in 1954, construction on the museum started. After five years of construction and more fights between Sweeney and Wright, the museum opened exclusively to members of the media on this day. The next day, it was open to the public and attracted around 600 guests per hour. The museum also saw a significant change the year after it opened. James Johnson Sweeney resigned in 1960 and Thomas M. Messer took over as director. Messer went into the job knowing that displaying art might be difficult due to the layout of the museum, but he accepted the challenge anyways. The first collection that Messer put out was sculptures from the Hirschhorn Collection. These sculptures ended up working well with the museum and proved to be a success for him. Now that the museum finally got off the ground, it started to grow and expand. Over time, the museum has cemented itself as a piece of iconic New York architecture, along with buildings such as the Empire State Building. In fact, in 2019, the building was designated as a UNESCO World Heritage Site. If this doesn't show how culturally significant the museum became, I don't know what does. Anyways, that's it for today, Roz. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know I enjoyed researching it. Research on today's topic also reminded me that my first exposure to the Guggenheim Museum was from a Lego architecture set. I still think I have it up in my room somewhere. I'll have to go look when I go home for Thanksgiving. But enough about me. Thank you for listening, Royals, and have a good Friday.